Chapter 24 of The Well at the World's End, Book 4. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Zachary Whitworth. The Well at the World's End, Book 4, by William Morris. The Folk Moat of the Shepherds. In about an hour, all the folk within the castle began to set toward the ingle wherein lay Ralph and his fellows, and then all rose up, while the folk of the shepherds took their places on the slopes of the earth walls. But on the top, hard by the fire which was still burning, stood up an old whore man with a beard exceeding long. He had a sallet on his head, and held a gazarm in his hand. All men held their peace when they saw him standing there. And straightway he proclaimed the hallowing of the moat in such form of words as was due amongst that folk, and which were somewhat long to tell here. Then was silence again for a little, and then the old man spake. Few words are best today, neighbors, for wherefore are we met together? There arose a hum of scent from the shepherds as he spoke, and the men clashed their weapons together, but none said it any clear word. Then spake the old man, We be met together because we have trouble on hand, and because there is a helper to hand, of whom the words of the wise and tales of old have told us. And because as he shall help us, so shall we help him, since indeed our trouble is his also. Now, neighbors, shall I say the word for you which ye would say to this young man, who is nevertheless old in wisdom, and true-hearted and kind? Then came the hum of yea-say again, the clashing of weapons, and the old man spake again, Ralph of Upmeads, there thou standest, Wilt thou help us against the tyrants, as we shall help thee? Yea, said Ralph. Said the elder, Wilt thou be our captain, if we do according to thy bidding? For thou needest not fear our failing thee. Yea, verily, said Ralph. Said the elder, Ralph of Upmeads, wilt thou be our captain as an alien and a hireling, or as a brother? As a brother, quote Ralph. Come up here, then, captain of our folk and take my hand in thine, and swear by our fathers and thine to be a true brother of us, and take this ancient staff of war in thine hand. And ye, kindred of the shepherds, bear witness of his swearing. Yea, and ye also, O neighbors of the dry tree. So Ralph went up on the wall-top and took the elder's hand, and took from him the ancient gazarm, which was inlaid with gold letters of old time. And he swore in a loud voice to be a true brother of the shepherd folk, and raised the weapon aloft and shook it strongly, and all the folk cried, Hail, our brother! And the champions shouted gladly withal, and great joy there was in that ingle of the ancient work. Then spake the elder and said, Ye champions of the dry tree, will ye wend with us under the captain our brother against his foemen and ours? Then stood forth Stephen a hearst and said, Master Shepherd, for not else are we come hither. Said the elder, Will ye come with us as friends or as hirelings? For, in any case, we would have you by our sides, and not in face of us. And though we be shepherds, and unhoused, or ill-housed, yet we have wherewithal to wage you, as ye know well enough, who have wiles lifted our gear. Then Stephen laughed and said, True it is that we have wiles driven prey in your country, yea, and had some hard knocks therein. But all that was in playing the game of war, and now since we are to fight side by side, we will be paid by our foes and not by our friends, so neither hair nor wool will we have of yours, whatever we may have of the burghers. And it is like that we shall be good friends of yours henceforward. Once more all they that were there shouted. But once more the elder spoke and said, Is any man now wishful to speak? 
None answered till a big and burly man rose up and said, Nay, tall Thomas, thou hast said and done all that need was, and I deem that time presses. Wherefore my mind is that now we break up the smoke, and that after we have eaten a morsel we get ourselves into due array and take to the road. Now let any man speak against this if he will. None gainsayed him. Nay, all seemed well pleased. So the elder proclaimed the breaking up of the moat, and they went out from that hallowed place and sat down in the dike on the outside of the rampart and behind the country which stretched out all lovely and blue before them. For the day was bright and fair. There then certain women brought victual and drink to them and served the strangers first. So when they had eaten and drunk, Ralph bade the shepherds array them duly, and appointed them leaders of tens and hundreds with the help of Giles, who was now clad in hauberk and mailcoif and looked a proper man-at-arms. Then they told over their company, and numbered of the dry tree one hundred and fifty champions, outtaken Stephen and Roger. Of the men in Garton were twenty and two, and of the shepherds three hundred and seventy and seven stout carls, some eighty of whom had bows, and the rest glaives and spears and other staff weapons. There was not much armor of defense amongst them, but they were one and all stark carls and dowdy. So when they were told over and made five hundred and fifty and four, they got themselves into array for the road, and Ralph went afoot with no armor but his sallet and a light coat of fence which he had gotten him in the burg. He would have had Ursula ride on her palfrey with the sage, but she would not, and held it for mirth and pleasure that she should go afoot through the land, now that she was so nigh come home to her lord's house. So she went forth by Ralph's side with her broidered gown trussed through her girdle so that the trimness of her feet drew the eyes of all men to them. As for Richard, he took a half score of the champions, and they rode on ahead to see that all was clear before the main host, which he might well do, as he knew the country so well. End of chapter 24